Well, good morning, my friend. It is December the 7th, and Tuesday morning. Welcome to the Pastor's Podcast this morning. Good to have you along. I hope that you had a good week. I'm starting to your week on yesterday. We had a wonderful start on yesterday. Of course, getting ready for a memorial service this morning for uh, Mrs. Brenda Pike. You pray for our church and Brother Pike, if you would. And um, that's 7 a.m., Maranatha Baptist Church. So if you keep that in your prayers, or if you can come, we'd certainly appreciate but otherwise, going to be another good day as I get prepared for this weekend, studying this morning for the sermons on um, this coming Sunday, seeing what God can do as we work out the week. And um, I'm excited. I'm excited about this December. Let's tell my, what my wife and I were talking yesterday about Christmas. We're excited about it. Just hard to believe. Not that far away. Why word? Just around the corner. And um, I don't know if you're a late shopper or if you're an early shopper, whatever you are, you better get it done. And But just don't go into debt. That's what you don't need to do. Um, Christmas is truly about Christ, not about us going into debt. And I hope that you keep that in mind as, you, as this Christmas season goes along. And that will certainly help you out to have a Merry Christmas. I want to read you this morning from 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 9. The scripture says, For we are laborers together with God. You're God's husbandry. You're God's building. Now, one of the greatest lacks in the church today is laborers. Um, that's why, that, that, this is why God um, um, challenges us to pray for the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth laborers into the harvest. That's the great need of today. Um, the need for laborers is great. I was this morning out walking and praying, God, give Maranatha Baptist Church some laborers. Um, I pray for that nearly on a daily basis. We've got to have laborers in our church. You see, that's what God wants to do. I look at our in our city. We have 1.4 million souls in our area. I've got to somehow reach them. I can't do it by myself. I need laborers. need people that say, I want to be a part of a church that'll go labor and bring in the lost and see them saved and grow in the Lord and become a great army of people reaching this area for Christ. You see, the problem is never a harvest problem. The, the problem has always been a lack of labors. However, there's a great hindrance to reaching the harvest, and that hindrance is when laborers that you have don't labor together. Now, we're reminded in the verse I read to you that we're labors together with God. But God, see, God's intent for his children is that they would work together with him to reach the harvest and fill the church. Sadly, many things cause the labors that we do have to work apart. Now, four things causes labors to work apart that we have to avoid so we can labor together. First, personality-driven believers causes labors to work apart. Part of the problem with the church in Corinth was that they fought over who they served. Now, you're supposed to be serving Christ. Yes, God uses men. But when you make man your focus, you'll find yourself working apart in the harvest. The harvest is too great to allow strife and division over personalities to divide us so that we can reach a harvest. Oh, when a church is, is focused on personality, divides over personality, it hurts the harvest, my friend. Second, credit-driven believers causes the labors to um, work apart. Not only was the church of Corinth squabbling over who they followed, 
but they were fighting over who got the credit for the souls that were saved. Now, everyone wins when you realize that everyone is working together to reach the harvest. Yes, it should be, yeah, it, should not, it ought to excite you that you lead people to Christ, but likely someone has already talked to the person that you led to Christ about the Lord. Now, so keep the mindset that everybody wins when one soul gets saved, and that'll help the church to reach the harvest better. Third, flesh-driven believers causes the um, um, causes labors to work apart. Anytime you get believers working in the flesh, you'll always find them fighting over petty issues. Um, you're supposed to be working with Christ and not with your flesh. Working in the flesh causes you to focus on petty issues that don't really matter to the truth or in reaching the loss for Christ. One of the greatest reasons that you need to be yielded to the Holy Spirit of God is so that your flesh doesn't get you focused on petty issues that really don't matter to God, my friend. Now, fourth, immediate reward-driven believers causes labors to work apart. When you care more for getting your rewards in heaven than you do with getting your rewards on earth is when it really won't matter about who gets the credit for what God's done through you. When you realize there's a judgment seat, where the believers rewarded for their labors. You don't, you won't care about who gets the accolades on this earth for what you've done because you realize at the judgment seat, that's where you get your eternal rewards. Now, my friend, the harvest is too great for believers to work apart. The work, the more we work together as believers in each local church, the more we can do to reach our harvest for Jesus Christ. Now, we can quickly dispel the things that causes labors to work apart if we just allow the Holy Spirit of God to work inside of us and to use us for his purpose. My friend, can I encourage you? Don't let, please, don't let these four things cause you to work apart. Get your focus on Christ. Let's go reach a harvest for Christ. It's too great of a harvest. For us to, to squabble over things that are petty and really are worthless. Let's get focused on Christ, on the souls of men. Let's work together to reach that harvest. And I believe if we did that, I believe every church could have a great harvest of souls in their area. If everybody jumps into the harvest, works together, sees God do something for him. Oh, my friend, that's the need of the hour. Let me, let me remind you today, be good to everybody. Everybody's having a tough time. Have a great day, my friend.